Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, how to build a better life. This is the podcast that seeks to inspire you to take control of your mind, take control of your mindset, your thoughts, your body, to find the solutions that you desire within. I want to follow up now on something I spoke about in the last episode, and that was this concept of a mind-body disconnect. And specifically, I spoke about how marijuana use over time made this disconnect between my mind and my body much worse and led to all sorts of problems and really just a decreased well-being and an inability to live authentically and be myself. And I do think that if you're seeking to increase your self-confidence, you're seeking to live more authentically, present who you are, get more out of life, it's worth considering this idea of a mind and body disconnect. So you'll recall if you listened to that last episode that marijuana really by nature, by design, produces this mind-body disconnect. It numbs or it kills the pain in our body and then allows our mind to, to run free and make connections for better or for worse. But over time, I began to find these three things were cropping up in my life because of this disconnect between mind and body. Let me just refresh you on those three things and see if they hit home for you. Number one, poor emotional control. Not knowing when to expect an emotional outburst, not being able to manage my emotional reactions, sitting there stewing in guilt or anger, but really not sure why or how long is this going to last or is it even necessary. Number two, poor self-image or low self-confidence. And first and foremost, poor self-confidence comes from not knowing who you are. At least this was my experience. Because I didn't know what I was capable of, I'd never challenged myself fully, I was kind of running from the responsibilities of life, could not feel good about the person I was bringing out into the world because on some level I knew I wasn't fully me. I couldn't be confident outside in the world because I was not confident really on who I even was. And finally, that mind-body disconnect began to show itself in an unfocusedness or an unclearness towards how I should go forward in life. And I do think that because of this habit of using marijuana, of sort of numbing the pain in my body and then thinking all these crazy thoughts, some of which never materialized into anything, most of them in fact, I was blunting my intuition. I wasn't listening clearly to my thoughts and to my gut. You know what? A lot of this stuff is gonna sound like mumbo jumbo to you. That's quite fine. The point I would really like to drive home here is that our body and our mind are gifted truly with the ability to know on some level at least how we should start and how we should live. And it's in that living, it's in that starting that the path begins to make itself known. But when we are medicating ourselves with marijuana or alcohol or, or too much of any of these destructive habits, taking ourselves away from the longer term path, taking ourselves away from the day to day that we can accomplish, that unclarity, that lack of sureness, of certainty, begins to develop because we're not even starting. We're not even beginning. So I'd like to invite you to think about this for yourself. Are you looking to live more authentically? That is, be the person you know you can be all the time or with others. Are you looking to achieve some form of improvement or development in your life that you know you're capable of? But could it be then that poor self-esteem uncertainty and poor emotional control are holding you back. If that's the case, let's talk a little bit more about how some of the bad habits I was undertaking were making this problem worse for me. 
So on top of using marijuana all the time for many years, I also use pornography all the time for many years. In fact, for longer. Sometimes it's a real wonder that I didn't completely collapse and that I've made anything of my life because marijuana and pornography are very strong drugs that can take a lot of us uh, under and they can take a lot of us, or they took me anyway, a long time to fully get over. But what I now realize by being basically over my pornography addiction, I don't view hardcore pornography really anymore and I try not to gratify myself to images I see on a screen. This is an ongoing battle, but I've I've nearly I've nearly finished the fight, I would say. That mind-body disconnect that came from marijuana also came from pornography. And to be fair, I'm struggling to define it well enough, but I hope that I'm giving you something to think about. With marijuana, there's that physical euphoria, that physical feeling good. And then there's that stimulation of the mind to just think, 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 think. But quite often those thoughts are not tied to uh, the body or what we maybe could do to get ourselves on a, on a path towards a better life. It's this sort of in the moment fascination with the outside world and the external. So similar with pornography. Feels very good to look at pornography and do those behaviors that often go along with pornography. And in our mind, we've now become in a sense tricked or hijacked into believing that we've had this sexual experience without putting in any of the effort of having a real relationship. Now, of course, pornography and marijuana, among many other things that we do to feel good, they require or they release that dopamine in the brain that has us thinking, well, that felt good. I'd like to do it again. And this is how addiction begins. The problem then becomes we can easily get that dopamine from porn and weed and it's harder than to derive dopamine from longer-term, goal-oriented, focused work, right? So you can see now how porn addiction and marijuana addiction can, not always, but can take us off the path towards a better life because we can feel good right now rather than delaying that gratification, putting in that focused work to a better outcome down the road. And I don't think it's uncommon for us to, when we're having bodily issues such as pain or soreness, or laziness, to just run to something that will make us feel good, like marijuana and like pornography, right? Tired, stiff, sore, ah, jump on the old porn hub, smoke a joint, and I mean, you'll be feeling pretty good, but <laughs> down the road or, or, or a few hours later, is that the outcome you want? And the same can be said for mental issues. Bored? Smoke a joint, look at porn. Frustrated? Smoke a joint and look at porn. Lonely? You get the picture. Angry? you get the picture. So I would invite you to think about this for yourself. It may not be marijuana and pornography. There may be things that you're doing, gambling, nicotine, promiscuity, social media that feel good in the moment. The brain seems to think we're getting something out of it, but instead it's a numbing effect, right? It's a numbing effect. And as I've said before, any time we spend numbing is time that we are not spending on becoming who we are. And so some of these activities are so dangerous because they make us feel good physically. But in fact, what I found for myself is that I was ignoring this deeper call from within to do more with myself. I mean, you can understand why a person maybe wouldn't pursue the hard things in life when they can just sit there and do next to nothing and feel very, very good. And that is, the, I suppose, the most sinister thing about marijuana and pornography 
And any form of pleasuring yourself is that, in a sense, you haven't necessarily earned that physical pleasure. Now, I'm not saying you don't deserve to feel good, and I'm not telling you to change your life, but I'm offering at least some insight into my own life in the helps that if you would like to improve, you would like to further develop yourself, there could be something sinister going on with a disconnect between mind and body. So I've undergone a five-year five journey to quit marijuana and pornography, and what has arisen is a much greater attentiveness to my body, a much greater awareness of my body. I know when I'm going to have an emotional reaction, and I know how to manage it. I know the importance now of breathing, unclenching the diaphragm, unclenching the pelvic floor. I know now the power of writing in my journal all my thoughts, getting them out there so I can see them for how right or how wrong or ridiculous they may be. If I'm spending too much time trying to lift too much heavy weight and I'm hurting myself, I know that now. And I know the answer is not just to get high or pleasure myself, but it's to take a rest. It's to stretch. It's to walk. It's to heal the bodily pain through the body. And I've begun to pursue things like yoga, like stretching, hiking, things that put the body to work in sustainable, I would say, real ways that give us a natural mental benefit as well. And I would really say that getting out of the haze of pornography addiction and out of the haze of marijuana has enlivened me. It's enriched my life. It's, it's allowed me to, to start pursuing, well, how can I improve my diet? How can I, maybe are there supplements I should take? Are there things I can do to my body that are going to help it feel good naturally, give it what it needs to function rather than just blunting the pain that we all experience? So I'll hand it off to you here. Are there things that you're doing perhaps to feel good in the moment that are straying you from the path? And could these things be messing a little bit with your, uh, with your mental health in a, in a way that prevents you from having emotional control. Now, I can't just offer you a one-size-fits-all solution, but as you know, awareness really is the first step. So ask yourself, are there things that I'm doing to feel good now that are quite frankly making me feel bad later? And be aware that if that is the case, there's a journey now that you can go on to listen to your body and ask it what it wants. And it might be painful to spend that sober time or to resist those activities. But I can tell you the pleasure and the well-being that you stand to gain is much greater, much greater than that pleasure. And again, if we're talking about heroin, okay, maybe not. But again, we got to think about perhaps long-term outcomes. Living a life of self-medication for me, living a life of blunting my pain, living a life of avoiding solutions of avoiding long-term goals. That's a deep, deep pain that grows because as I said, there's an intuition within us that says if we could just start putting our best foot forward, the path will become clear. And there's a lot of fear that goes into that. But if you put a faith in yourself over that fear of what to do, those outcomes, that better life begin to open up to you. I wholeheartedly believe that. So. Take this home, roll it around. Let me know if it works for you. Give us a thumbs up on the YouTube if you're enjoying this content. Get in touch with me on Facebook and say it with me one more time. Better is possible.